This is Economy Watch. What you need to know about New Zealand's economic life today. Brought to you by interest.co.nz. Kia ora. Welcome to Thursday's Economy Watch, where we follow the economic events and trends that affect Aotearoa. I'm David Chaston, and this is the international edition from interest.co.nz. And today we leave with news long bond yields are rising sharply again. But first, U.S. factory orders rose in May by the same rate as in April, but that disappointed analysts who were expecting a better improvement. But at least it was a rise, countering the PMI signals. Orders for aircraft and electronic goods underpinned this result. Construction spending rose as well, with another solid result, even if it too was marginally less than expected. And new vehicle sales rose in the June quarter on improving supply and strong demand, signalling that rising interest rates have not yet had a meaningful impact on purchases. The U.S. logistics PMI fell again, and for a fifth straight month, primarily it was shedding of inventories that drove this fall, suggesting that American businesses are carefully managing stocks and not weighed down by excesses. When a solid upturn in new orders arrives, it could be turbocharged by lower than normal stock levels. But there are no signs that an upturn is about to be driven by rising retail sales. The weekly Red Book survey of same-store sales has it still bouncing along at minor gains and not enough to account for inflation. And the US Fed FOMC minutes of their June 15 meeting were released overnight, revealing that all officials agreed that, with inflation still well above their 2% goal and the labour market remaining very tight, maintaining a restrictive stance for monetary policy is still the right course and almost all thought they should raise their benchmark rate further this year. But there was disagreement about when the next rate rise should come. The release of these minutes brought a yawn from equity and currency markets, but set US bond markets noticeably higher, especially at the long end. That will no doubt echo in our markets later today. In China, the extreme temperatures in the north are continuing, and the floods in the south are as well. But China's yuan slide seems to have ended for now, although it has yet to gain back any of its recent devaluation. Maybe it is bravado, but their central bank has approved some commentary saying that they have plenty of tools to stem any further backsliding. And Shanghai is skiding about its minimum wage rise, the highest in China. That will take the Shanghai minimum to 138 New Zealand dollars per week, or $3.46 per hour. Yes, China has its billionaires, but most are not. There are a set of key services PMIs released overnight, but the important US services PMI will not be released until tonight. And in that sector, we should note that major freight company UPS is facing the threat of a very rare strike. In China, their Kaijin survey confirmed a slowdown in their expansion to a level matching their lower official version as well. In Japan, their services sector expanded faster, running with good solid gains. In India, Their services sector is expanding faster too, and at an impressive rate. In the EU, the expansion of their services sector continues, but at a much more modest rate and slipping to a five-month low. Meanwhile, producer prices fell in the EU in May. It was their first month-on-month decline since December 2020, driven by a significant 13% retreat in energy costs. The cap on Russian oil and gas imports seems to be working well for Europe. Not well for Russia, though. Air cargo demand, a key indicator of global trade, remained weak in May. In the Asia-Pacific region, it was as weak as anywhere else. And the US Treasury 10-year yield will start today at 3.94%, and up a sharp 8 basis points from yesterday. That is its highest since early March. 
And the price of gold will start today at $1,919 an ounce, and that's down $6 from yesterday. But oil prices are up a dollar at just over $72 a barrel in the US, while the international Brent price is firmer too at just under $77 a barrel. And the Kiwi dollar starts today at just under 61.9 US cents, a little change from this time yesterday. Against the Aussie, we're up another quarter cent to 92.8 Australian cents. Against the euro, we're marginally higher too at 57 euro cents. That means our trade weight in index is now just under 70.5, our highest since late May, and no net change for the day. And the Bitcoin price has fallen marginally from this time yesterday, now at $30,520, which is a 1.2% fall. Volatility over the past 24 hours has been modest too. You can find links to the articles mentioned today in our show notes. Get more news affecting the economy in New Zealand from interest.co.nz. Kia ora, I'm David Chaston, and we'll do this again tomorrow. Tomorrow.